section fourteen of with the royal army medical corps in egypt by sergeant major r a m c this librivox recording is in the public domain chapter thirteen army dental surgery in egypt one of the most difficult questions with which the ramc in egypt has had to deal has been that of the dental treatment of the troops the preservation of existing teeth by various devices as well as the provision of artificial teeth where the natural means of mastication have been found unserviceable this matter lies at the very heart of the problem of the maintenance of fighting efficiency in an army if a good and abundant supply of the right sort of food is a soldier's first requisite on active service his next most important need is the wherewithal to make use of it under the old strict conditions of enlistment in pre-war times only those men possessing a high proportion of good sound teeth were accepted for the army and thereafter their fitness in this respect was regularly and thoroughly supervised by the medical authorities but on the outbreak of the present conflict when thousands of recruits were needed instead of hundreds as heretofore these conditions were necessarily and very properly relaxed provided a man was sound in all other respects we could not afford to look him too closely in the mouth the fact of his general health being good was taken to indicate that what teeth he possessed sufficed for all practical purposes and would probably continue to do so for such time as the war might reasonably be expected to last very few in those days as will be well remembered entertained any suspicion that the war would run into years it was time however which proved the disturbing element in our calculations on this head as indeed on all others under the wear and tear of prolonged active service and the effects of hardtack rations the teeth of a great many men eventually gave out the medical authorities found themselves faced with the problem of how to restore dental health and masticating power among the men and so to retain them fit and well for the firing line the problem became an acute one very early in the egyptian campaign the trying climate and highly septic dust and sand which were continually blowing into the mouths of the men and gaining access to their food as well as the scarcity of water on the desert which rendered proper cleansing of mouth and teeth intermittent and often impossible all combined to aggravate the matter it was not only that the absence of serviceable teeth prevented the due preparation of the food in the mouth thus interfering with nutrition and resulting in general loss of vitality but the decaying teeth introduced an active poison into the system tending to a condition of unfitness for duty 
and not seldom to the production of positive disease large numbers of men were continually being sent down from the firing line to the base whose sickness was due in the first instance to the condition of their teeth and at one time the problem from a military point of view threatened to assume serious proportions as with all other difficulties which have faced the medical authorities of the egyptian expeditionary force this problem was met and overcome by the same tried methods of combined energy ingenuity and organizing care the system of sending to the base all men in need of dental treatment necessary as it was in serious cases was neither requisite nor desirable with those whose trouble was comparatively slight or only temporary in nature very early therefore in the advance of the force over the sinai desert a new system was instituted the main principle of this was to attach dental surgeons to certain of the field ambulances operating close to the front so that dental aid would be available within a reasonable distance of all fighting units the main function of these field dentists was to sift out all cases into their various degrees of gravity minor cases requiring only treatment for the relief of pain or where the decay limited to a few teeth was so advanced as to render extraction unavoidable would be dealt with summarily on the spot and the men returned at once to their units to carry on with what sound teeth remained to them cases where the teeth causing the trouble were still of a useful character and therefore worth stopping cases where the need for artificial teeth existed and cases in which some septic complication was present were sent to the nearest casualty clearing station where the dental surgeon in charge was furnished with proper equipment and mechanical appliances for the task at the casualty clearing stations again a second sifting took place only those men needing comparatively brief treatment being there retained the remainder those requiring more or less complete dentures and those needing drastic medical as well as dental attention were sent down to the base to be dealt with by the permanent dental establishments at cairo or alexandria this filtering system had at once the happy result of materially relieving the congestion of patients which had hitherto existed at the base and allowing the surgeons there to devote more time to those patients urgently requiring it also no doubt it put a stop to a certain amount of malingering the prospect of a return to civilization for what nearly always proved a protracted period while awaiting their turn for treatment at the overworked base depots being an irresistible allurement to many war-worn men who in addition were demoralized by incessant agonizing toothache at the same time 
the dental staffs available at cairo and alexandria were reorganized probably there is no medical officer in the ramc who if asked to name the hardest work branch in the corps would not unhesitatingly award the palm to his own particular denomination it is certain however that the body of dental surgeons doing duty in egypt have been second to none in energy and industry as well as opportunity for exercising these qualities the entire work of the egyptian expeditionary force including the sinai desert column the canal zone troops the western force and the various british garrisons in egypt has been carried through by a staff of about thirty dental surgeons a fact which speaks volumes for the organizing ability of the senior officer in whose charge the whole dispositions were placed taking a typical specific period we find that in this time a total number of twenty eight thousand three hundred dental cases were treated involving some fifty eight thousand six hundred attendances at the depots these included the cleaning and filling of about seventeen thousand partially decayed teeth of which number about half required preliminary treatment in the form of nerve devitalization and removal of septic root conditions thus vastly increasing the work ordinarily called for in the process of filling new dentures supplied during this period reached a total of only four thousand this very moderate figure was undoubtedly due to the large amount of filling work done and it represents a considerable economy to the public funds as well as advantage to the patients in addition to the volume of dental work above indicated over twenty eight thousand summary extractions of hopelessly decayed teeth were performed within the same typical period the men in nearly all cases being returned to their units forthwith while at cairo the old system of attaching the dental surgeons with their mechanical staffs to the various base hospitals or convalescent depots was conveniently retained at alexandria a different procedure was adopted owing to the number varying character and wider distribution of the units involved at this latter base the dental establishments were removed altogether from the hospitals and their forces concentrated under one roof at the convenient centre of mustapha this central depot was named the dental annex and it gave continuous employment to about a dozen dental surgeons and some fifty assistants of whom twenty-three were fully trained dental mechanics all the tooth troubles of the alexandria district were brought to the annex and both work and workers being thus congregated on one spot a vast economy in time and labour was effected another equally commendable arrangement was that by which all cases of fractured jaw due to shot and shell 
were concentrated at one hospital in alexandria where they came under the immediate care of the senior dental surgeon stationed at the annex men injured in this way require the most skilful treatment and generally need splint appliances of a very ingenious and delicate character specially designed for each case extensive bone grafting may have to be resorted to and the contour of the face ultimately restored by what is known as plastic work the introduction beneath the skin of sterilized paraffin wax to take the place of tissue lost all this work comes within the scope of modern dental surgery it is not pretended that a great deal of such work was undertaken by the ramc dental surgeons with the egyptian expeditionary force but those cases which fell to their lot received the best that scientific care and skill could afford them as a general wartime policy nothing but straightforward simple dental work was attempted throughout with the single object of keeping as many men as possible fit for military service the fact that to all intents and purposes we were a self-contained force was kept steadily in view and all dental arrangements therefore made as complete as possible but no man was treated from the personal humanitarian standpoint alone our dental surgeons were out like the rest of us not primarily to alleviate human suffering but to bring the war to a speedy end by maintaining the strength of the firing line by any and every means known to human ingenuity looking through the official records of this branch of the ramc service one is struck by the uniform smoothness an absence of delay with which the supply of dental material and appliances was kept up by the medical base depot as well as by the variformity of the demands made upon it though the necessity for the provision of either partial or complete dentures was kept at a very low rate by reason of the enormous amount of filling work which was carried through an average periodical supply of eight thousand or nine thousand artificial teeth was needed for the men of the egyptian expeditionary force but these formed only a small part of the material required besides multitudinous instruments dental chairs gas apparatus and the like the actual manufacture of the dentures these averaging perhaps one thousand per month called for a long list of articles moreover a great proportion of this work was carried out by the casualty clearing stations far in advance of the base and transport of the material and appliances therefore became an added and serious difficulty indeed what has been accomplished in egypt in dental surgery under active service conditions and often actually under fire might well astonish the reader if anything like a complete account of it could here be attempted
before leaving this department of ramc activity mention must be made of the high technical standard reached by the army dental mechanics in all their work for the men there are secrets in every trade and in none more so perhaps than in the mechanical side of dentistry nothing would be gained by revealing here the actual composition of the enamelled porcelain of which the artificial teeth were made the nature of the filling amalgam or the wonderful material of which the denture plates themselves are constructed it must suffice to say that as manufactured by the ramc dental department all these are as good and enduring as any supplied by civilian art in regard to these materials the word wonderful is used and used advisedly the making of a denture that shall retain its usefulness against all the severe tests and vicissitudes to which a soldier on active service is likely to submit it is a far more complicated matter than may be generally supposed not only must the appliance be fitted and balanced with scientific precision and be composed of material capable of resisting the hardest wear and tear and even accidental violence but it must have the quality of absolute immunity to the forces of expansion and contraction both during manufacture and afterwards when in use in the attainment of this property lies the vital trade secret which must not here be touched upon suffice it that our army dentists possess that secret equally with the foremost in their craft and are using it to good purpose in their own particular contribution towards winning the war End of section fourteen